Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, this is John Barber, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Remember me, remember me when I have passed away. Remember that I lived and died, as you will too one day. If I can write these few short lines, it will not be in vain. If after I am dead and gone, you still recall my name, remember me. I think it's wow, well, Jerry, that's actually, uh, that's actually very pretty. Who wrote that? Who wrote it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It's an old poem. Probably some old guy dead and gone. Ed Roberts with a reminder that Marty Croft of Sid and Marty Croft Productions will join us later on in the hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom as we continue our tribute to actor, comedian, and improvisational genius Fred Willard as part of this week in TV history. Fred Willard passed away this past Friday, May 15th at the age of 86. There is, of course, a direct connection between Fred Willard and Sid and Marty Croft. Fred was the host of DC Follies, a series that uh, Sid and Marty Croft produced in the late to mid-1980s that uh, poked fun at politics and our celebrity culture at the time. Every week, Fred Willard interacted with various puppets created by Sid and Marty Croft that were patterned after iconic figures at the time. Earlier, we talked about Jerry Stiller and Ann Mara and how it is impossible to think of one without the other. I never met Mary Willard, but I've spoken to a number of comedians over the last couple of years who knew the both of them. And to a person, they will say that Fred and Mary Willard were inseparable, and now they are together again. Yeah, that is, that, uh, of all the tributes, I, uh, that is the reoccurring theme about him and Mary being back together. She, uh, she died not that long ago. She died two years ago. I think she died in 2018. Yeah. He was able to keep working. Yeah. But I think also is because people kept throwing him work. Yeah. yeah. 
He was also, I don't know if you remember this, he was also the original John Larroquette character on a in show. Night Court? Uh, no, not Night it was it was no, a, no, not it was Night a, Court. It was a uh, precursor to Night Court called Sorota's Court. With uh, yes. Michael yes. Constantine. Michael Constantine, yes. And it um it was a mid season replacement on NBC. I don't remember when it what it ran up against, but it was it was a, it was a Wednesday night show uh, in 1976 when ABC dominated Wednesday night. It did not run up against uh, Charlie's Angels. It ran on it finished second to whatever was on ABC at the time. But uh, the concept was basically what NBC revisited a couple of years later with Harry Anderson and Night Court. And Fred yeah. Willard, Fred Willard played the district attorney. And there, th- I remember an episode where he actually cross-examines himself <laughs> because he he got in trouble for possession, which you know in the seventies. Yeah. And he decided that you know since he was an attorney, he could represent himself. And and he actually gets out of the uh, what would you call it when. When you have the witness on the stand, he keeps stepping out of the stand to ask the question <laughs> and stepping back in to answer, you know, and takes a moment to, you know, so he's the attorney is one personality and the uh, the witness is a different personality. And I'm wondering how much was improvised. I'm sure given his skill and his background, I'm sure he was given a lot of latitude with that. Yeah, he, he and I, I mean, he pulls it off. Yeah. He pulls it off. And I I remember when that episode, I I remember seeing that episode when it aired and, you know, having a dad that's an attorney and seeing other legal stuff. You know, I often had questions. How does this work? How does this work? And when I heard, you know, that people, sometimes attorneys would represent themselves, I said, well, then how do you question yourself in court? And then, of course, I see on a sitcom, y'all, I'm sure that's not how you do it. No, no. I, I knew that this was a theatrical device. I knew, no, that can't be how you actually do it, but yeah. it is It is funny. Uh, something, when you're talking about the improvising, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel did say, you know, sometimes the writers come up with a great gag based on something that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did something recently on the Space Force, right? And they would write it midday, but it's like, oh, you know, this is this is really funny, you know, but it's a last minute idea. And the response was always, See if Fred Willard's available. And so a lot of the bits that he would do, which would be like the question and answer, same thing that he used to do with Jay Leno a lot, you know, where there was a split screen uh, and you knew that Fred Willard was maybe just, you know, 12 feet away in front of a green screen or something doing the bit. Uh, He learned that stuff on the spot. You know, I mean, he was given the script when he showed up and, you know, then, you know, very minimal rehearsal. And so, you know, you had to have somebody who, first of all, was fearless enough to do that. Yeah. You know, maybe look at the page a couple of times, have some uh, cue cards, but also able to take that material and get from and get from A to B in a a short amount of time. Get from A to B to work off of Jimmy. Yeah. And then also a live audience. And you know that some of those jokes are not going to hit. Yeah. And some of those jokes are going to hit greater than anticipated and when you're you know uh, in, a, in an improv show or something like that once you get the big laugh okay 
we're moving on to the next scene. <laughs> you know, uh, television, you don't have that luxury. Yeah. You can't necessarily end on the. But he, you know, he was one of those people that had the skill set, like Johnny Carson. You know, Johnny Carson's best jokes were the ones that bombed. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know how he he handled it. And Fred Willard, you know, he just was able to take, first of all, some of the more ridiculous premises like uh, the Space Force. Which is an actual which, show, which I mean, I think it, it, yes. it's, it's for yes, I think it's for HBO did a show. Yeah, which which is yeah, which, called which, Space Force. Yeah, which which I think is which I think is dropping either the last week of May or the first week of June. Uh, I think for HBO or Showtime. Yeah, no, and Fred Willard did a uh, a sitcom that was kind of sci-fi, just like Richard Benjamin did one uh, called Quark. Mm-hmm. You know, in that time period, and he had that role, and they 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 were able to reprise that too. But just, you know, taking, you know, you have an absurd, an absurd premise that's in the news, turning it into a comedy routine. You need somebody like him to play straight also. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom as we remember the life and career of actor and comedian Fred Willard as part of this week in TV history. Fred Willard passed away this past Friday, May 15th at the age of 86. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. A number of people uh, hashtagged um, Best in Show, Best in Show, which was mm-hmm. one of his uh, collaborations with Christopher Guest, which another, which was another, uh, I think he did four or five of those movies with uh, Christopher Guest, all of which were vehicles, uh, platforms for him, for Fred Willard to show off his, uh, to demonstrate his improvisational skills. But, um, well, a lot of us remember sort of playing the diffident dog show judge in Best to Show. One of the first collaborations with Christopher Guest was in Spinal Tap, where yeah. he's playing basically a straight, he's playing straight man to the band. Yeah. The band is performing on a, a military base. And yes. I think he was, a, you know, he was like a special services officer. Yes. <laughs> Just coming in there, you know, noticing that these performers are there. They got really long hair. He said, yeah, I'm getting a little shaggy myself. <laughs> and I think I'm with a band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but just playing, you know, playing, playing that role. I mean, it was just so perfect. Yeah, and um, I know we've said this on the show several times. Being the straight man, that's the hard role. I mean, yeah, be out there, get the laughs. But it's the straight man that... My God! And, I mean, look at the look at the great straight men and women. Yeah. That, I mean, Jerry Stiller to Anne Mira. Mm-hmm. And it's rare. I mean, yes, it's it's difficult to be a good, you know, straight person in a comedy team. Uh, it's even rarer to have the ability to play both the straight person and the punchline deliver and fred willard was able to do that yes I, i'm thinking you know when he worked with martin mole martin mole again a, another person who did such a wonderful job playing the everyman uh he had uh what he did a, a movie called serial yeah 
that was set in San Francisco. Uh, um, 1978, I think. Uh, during, you know, just a, a crazy time period, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he's, you know, kind of this mild-mannered, upper-middle-class guy, and, and the world around him is going nuts, and, you know, he, he has to be a participant in it, you know. Uh, and so yeah, he, he was great with that. I'm, I'm, he did a, a sitcom on CBS called Domestic Life. Yes. And, again, it was kind of spoofing sitcoms, but everyone around him was just kind of like um, Eddie Albert and Green Acres. Yeah. He was, he was the anchor. He was the sane person. He was your conduit to this crazy world, and everybody else was just off. And, yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he played uh, such a great character uh, with that. Uh, so I can see him playing straight to Fred Willard in one thing and then the switching roles, and they would pull it off so beautifully. Fernwood Tonight, another example. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, brilliant. I don't think some people got it, but I believe that these two guys were in Fernwood, Ohio, doing a talk show, and it was <laughs> it was brilliant. I mean, what can you say? I mean, Mary, it was a spinoff of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, yeah. which was hysterical. Yeah. If you got <laughs> Which I think eventually most people did, but to have this come out of it and to have these two performers anchoring the show, I mean, again, it was amazing. It was amazing. They played off each other so well, and you know their dialogue, quite a bit of it had to be improvised. Yeah. And I'm, yeah just, I'm just wondering how much. And, you know, and then to take the show from Fernwood, Ohio, and then move it to California. Yeah, they did a spinoff called America Tonight. America Tonight, and I think it was mainly to justify having more high-profile guests on the show. Yeah. That they couldn't, you know, being, uh, you know, in Fernwood, Ohio, you don't have a lot of celebrity. So I, th I think it was like they were supposed to be broadcasting out of a studio uh, across the street from the Santa Barbara airport. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so they, so all the guests, you know, the premise that, that they had to get from Hollywood to Santa Barbara, which yeah. was sometimes, sometimes challenging. Yes. Um, Sometimes it's sometimes challenging today. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, well, maybe not today. Uh, well, maybe not today today because the roads are lighter no. right now. But no, no, the freeways are great. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's you can you can you can get up to seventy without realizing it real fast. Yeah. Uh, without the obstructions and the air quality is amazing because of it. Santa Barbara is beautiful. So, Santa Barbara is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I am glad that there are at least some photographers out there capturing the moment. Yeah. Uh, right now in cities, you know, like Los Angeles, cities like San Francisco, cities like New York. Uh, I mean, it is a little disturbing to see these major metropolitan areas empty. But yeah. at the same time, there's a certain beauty about it. Uh, there is a certain beauty about seeing, you know, clear skies and, and just, you know, empty cityscapes. Uh, so it's, I'm, I'm glad that you have a lot of uh, a lot of people are preserving these moments because you know, we're not taking the time to go out and check it out ourselves yes. necessarily. Yeah. But um, some people can't. Yeah, some people can't. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a wonderful time capsule uh, of this period that, you know, to see all these places that, you know, as crowded places to be uh cool i don't know how we switched over to i think we were talking about oh going to say we're talking we're talking about <laughs> Santa Barbara. yeah tony figueroa and donna allen are with us via zoom as we remember the life and career of actor and comedian fred willard as part of this week in tv history fred willard passed away this past friday may 15th at the age of 86 
Fred Willard, yeah, just, again, somebody, you, you think about him and you immediately smile. And there's, there's so much of his work for us to enjoy. Yeah. You go to YouTube, there is so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people want to go back and revisit some of the stuff that they didn't know about. The, the lost pilots and the uh, short-lived sitcoms and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm sure you, we would look at a lot of this stuff and go, wow, this is brilliant. It's uh, sad that it didn't last or it didn't make it. Or I think uh, a common thing we'll hear people say is, wow, that was ahead of its time. I, I like that you shared the story that the thing he's most proud of is, is, is teaching his daughter how to catch a fly ball. Because that, again, I never met the man. I never spoke to the man. But that sort of, just from what I've learned, just reading about all these various tributes, he was a very real, down-to-earth human being, and that it it's that makes total sense that that's that's what he's most proud of. It's a very I think the best the best performers have those qualities. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're grounded. Yeah. Well, I would say you and Tony are grounded, Donna. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And we both have some Ohio roots, so I don't know if that, uh, like like Fred Willard, uh, so I don't know if that. He was from Ohio. I believe he was from Ohio. I mean, he. I mean, every character he has has Ohio written all over it. That would make perfect sense. Yeah, which you can see that Midwestern influence comes out in everything he does. I mean, uh, I don't know if he was raised in New York or L.A. I don't think he would have uh, had it and uh, obviously he was part of second city in chicago so he was born in cleveland uh, cleveland yes so i knew he was a a buckeye so (laughs) yeah cleveland rocks yes yes cleveland yeah but to be part of you know second city in the time period that he was part of it also i mean this he was there at the same time robert klein was there yeah so he uh and david steinberg so, and he was a founding member of the improvisational troupe, the Ace Trucking Company. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so he had a, you know, a lot of, I think, yeah, there's, there's a criticism of people that were born and raised in L.A. I mean, I've been here since I was seven, so I, I don't know if I fall in that category or not. But, you know, the, that creative, talented people, they know this is the world they know. They know the industry. Yeah. This is, you know, and, and. So, you know, when you are writing, you are writing and creating about what you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, what makes somebody like Fred Willard stand out is because he did not grow up around all of this. Uh, and the generation before him, you know, they they grew up where they grew up, but they also were in modern World War II and they, you know, lived through other aspects. But I think, you know, that a lot of his upbringing inspired his characters and I think also just made him a very well-grounded individual. You know, the highlight of his life is teaching his daughter how to catch a blackball. <laughs> yeah. Child of Television at blogspot.com. Also, storysalon.com. Donna's four-part novel series is now complete. Yes, it is. The last book, Fall Again Reunion, was published a few months ago. You'll see where the story finally ends. And to find out how the story begins and ends, go to fallagainseries.com. Tony and Donna, we'll see you both next time. Next, next time. time. We will welcome back Marty Croft of Sid and Marty Croft Productions when we come back on TV Confidential. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. Hi, this is Rhonda Shear, and you're staying up all night or day with TV Confidential. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills... Don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Hi, this is Joyce Bullison. You're listening to TV Confidential. Uber is the mobile app that connects you with a driver for immediate transportation. Request a ride at the tap of a button and you have a driver curbside in minutes. You can choose to be driven in a black car, SUV, or you can choose UberX, the low-cost Uber for a ride in a hybrid or mid-range car. Payment is seamless and cashless, billed to your card on file with no need to tip. Enter the promo code TVCONFIDENTIAL after you download the app to receive a free first ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 
be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.